Welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reed. And today we're joined by the, uh, from the, from uh, Talk From Superheroes podcast, the From Superheroes Network. That is our, our home of this podcast. We're, uh, we're joined by the lovely Diana McCallum. Hello. Welcome to my double home. Your double home. That's right. Yeah, yeah. My and expertise in my actual home recording studio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there we go. And today uh, we are t- in celebration of Avengers Endgame, which as of the release of this podcast is out tomorrow, possibly even tonight at midnight. I'm seeing it tonight at six o'clock. Tonight at six o'clock. Whoa. I love how the they like, comes out. I love how they cheat that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that don't count. Yeah. Oh, biggest gross of any weekend that starts on a Wednesday. Okay, sure, whatever. Uh, no, but to, to celebrate Avengers Endgame, um, we are we're doing a massive episode. Uh, we are talking about the OG villain of the Avengers, uh, Loki of Asgard. We're doing Thor one, two, three. And the first Avengers. Holy cow. <laughs> He's really spanned a lot of the MCU, huh? He All has. Yeah. He's yeah. getting it done. And before we get too far into it, I just want to bring you a quick word from our sponsor. Uh, this week, it's Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix live in concert. This is a co-production of T.O. Live and Attila Glatz Concert Productions. It's going to be at the Sony Center in Toronto, May 2nd to 4th, 2019. And this is exactly what you think it is. This is you get to watch Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix live on the big screen, just like you did uh, when you saw it in theaters originally. But as a big added bonus, the Toronto Symphony Orchestra is playing the score live while you're there. It's an incredibly immersive experience. Um, it's an essential one for all Potterheads, wizards, and muggles alike. And uh, you, you're going to get to relive the whole thing again. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, so you want to make sure, get your tickets at harrypotter.fromsuperheroes.com. And once again, that is your tickets at harrypotter.fromsuperheroes.com. From superheroes.com. Uh, <laughs> Rebecca's already got a little look in her eye. Like, I'm so glad to turn and talk about Loki. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Loki's a triple yum from the start. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's... yeah, yeah. Thor gets into his triple yum dum. Thor at... seems way your style. You love a lumberjack. Oh, yeah, but Thor, I, I don't like blondes that much. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, he doesn't have eyebrows off. But either. Ragnarok, like, that's. Mm. I can get into that Thor. Okay, also, like his, let us not pretend. His hair's not that blonde when it's short. Yeah, true facts. It's like, yeah, the, yeah. the best runner. thing they did, like watching these Thor movies in such rapid succession with each other, I was like, the best thing they did was stop bleaching his eyebrows. Oh, and like, oh, yeah, the, like the, the dirtier he got mm-hmm. throughout the movies, I was like, the way better this play. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And just the standards of scripts and plot line <laughs> and oh. every just shot up drastically from two to three. Yeah. It was an incredible leap. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a huge debate because I think Thor 1 is very good. Really? Yes. Oh, I can't. Thor, Thor 1. Although it wasn't as bad as I remember it being it never is no mm. i remembered it being horrible and i watched it and thought you know what like 
I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset if I saw it again. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. it's but I wouldn't ever do it on my own volition, I yeah. think. Not until I have a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Not until we choose to do all of them at once for some reason. Uh, that's that's totally my fault. I suggested this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean I was like we're just going to do Thor 1, right? And you guys like, "Oh no, 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 no." No, we go big. Yeah. And and so so in my defense, <laughs> the reason for that is because when I saw Thor Ragnarok, which is mm-hmm. the best of the three, obviously, well, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of the information that's revealed in that movie vindicates Loki in the first one. And, he's got and some good arcs one. going on. Yeah, yeah, he's great. And and even in Avengers, like it's mostly an extension of uh, the first Thor movie, mm-hmm. um, but. Um, yeah, it just it's so that's why we're kind of looking at all three. And of course, he he the spoiler alert uh, <laughs> uh, met with his end very early on into Infinity War. So but also has a show coming out on Disney Plus. You guys are you telling me that they're going to bring people back from the dead in Endgame? I refuse uh, to believe shocking. this. <laughs> um, but also it's uh, it's actually rumored that his show is like a prequel. And it's about mm. him throughout time, like Doctor oh. Who style. Oh, okay. that makes that more sense. Like a fun little anti-Doctor Who messes with humans. That'd be okay. great. Because like I couldn't understand how they were going to do all these shows afterwards. Because then I was like, okay, so we just know who lives now. <laughs> or <laughs> spoilers, Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like at least wait till it's released. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think Craig makes a great point about you have to include three because three gives you so much cultural background of Asgard of like oh, yeah. how these guys were raised and like and how like, bad Odin is he's not a good he's man he's a bad yeah. motherfucker yeah let's say the real villain of the Thor trilogy is probably Odin yeah yeah, yeah. cause like like so, so going right back to Thor 1 gotta go to Thor 1 his biggest crime in that one is that uh well, if Thor goes to the Frost Giants world mm-hmm. and basically starts a war. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. Thor does in one what the elves do in two, which is they just show yeah. up at his house and start murdering people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and Thor does in one what Loki does in the Avengers. <laughs> 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 right? Like, like uh, okay, well, let's go to this point right away. Nobody gives a shit about Earth. Like, the Asgardians don't care about They haven't been there. Yeah, and no, like, Thor, Thor is worshipped as a god on this planet, and he doesn't even know where he is when he shows up there. Being sent here is a punishment. Mm-hmm. Yes, like that's how yeah, little was, they care about Earth. They're like, oh, Odin's like, we're gonna send you the shittiest of the seven realms. Get your ass to Earth. Yeah, that then you'll learn humility there for starting a war. Like he, Thor commits treason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, starts a war with the. Like that's like North and South Korea, right? That's like someone from South Korea going in and literally punching Kim Jong Un in the face <laughs> and being like, "Oops!" And they're like, "We're sending you to Australia." Yeah, like, all because <laughs> one guy called him a princess. Did you clock that? Because like he was like, a, oh, he was walking he away. He was walking away, and then somebody said princess, and then that's when it popped off. And I was like, "This is all because of your masculinity, man!" Like, and walking away because Loki told him to. Yeah, Loki saves them so much because yeah Loki told them to he was trying to get them he didn't want them to go he told Odin where they were yes that's right mm-hmm. who was the only guy who ends up saving their lives because yeah. he shows up they'd all be dead without yeah. Loki so so as punishment he Thor gets banished to Earth and then Odin falls into Odin's sleep or whatever <laughs> 
Are we gonna get into Odin's sleep? What, what is that? Can, yeah, can you? It's yeah. just like is that just like an Asgardian nap? It is an Asgardian nap. Every like they never say how long, but every now and then he needs to just sleep and recharge to like he kind of siphons energy out of Asgard or goes in, or he gets siphoned energy off into Asgard because he's like the the All Father, as they say. He's like right. his magic is controlling oh. everything. So every now and then he just needs a nap, but it's a super long nap. It's not like you go down for eight hours. Like you go down for like eight years. So like he just, but the dramatic way he just passes out mid argument with Loki, like a little yeah. bitch. Well, and I think I think the explanation for that was Thor originally starts the the first Thor originally starts with Thor's inauguration day, mm. right? And Thor's about to become king, which he wants very much. And then the frost giants break into Asgard, which we later learn Loki let them do, mm-hmm. but. But Loki did to stop his brother, who he knows to be an arrogant ass, from becoming king. Yeah, well, Thor was not ready to be king. No. And oh, then no. I think because of that, no, no. Uh, he puts off his sleep. You know what I mean? He Where did. you're just like, oh, I got to take another shift of uh, this king of Asgard. Yeah, I got to work an all-nighter. Got to figure out how to stop this war. And then yeah. you got to like portal over to the fucking frost giant world. I can't remember the name of now. Oh, my God. Um, but uh, yeah, like stop a war. And he's sleepy. He's yeah. had a day. Yeah. Banishes he's, his son. He's had a day. So, so he's kind of a he's kind of a dick. Um, like he's a super dick to his kids. He's a dick yep. to Loki and Thor when they're growing up. Like that whole scene where he's like, "Okay, well, only one of you," and it's like, "Okay, well, you know, one of these kids is adopted," and this seems a little fucked up. Okay, because yeah. you do obviously favor one over the other, and the other doesn't know why, and you haven't told him until he's a full blown adult. That's crazy. Crazy. This is one thing that I absolutely love about that scene, which is so fucked up by Odin, because I, I'm pretty sure Od- uh, Thor has the line, like, baby Thor, and he's like, I'm going to find the frost giants and murder them. Loki's a frost giant. And Odin knows this, and he's not like, no, no, they're okay. Yeah, yeah we, we've worked through our deals and like we, stuff like, we're we, just like, yeah, not, kill the frost giants. Yeah, Odin's not like, no, no, they're not all evil. You don't murder one if you see one. He's not, that should be your immediate response when you know his brother is a frost giant. Yeah. Murder all over the place. And even when Loki, like, uh, there's a moment now, I'm jumping ahead uh, quite a bit. I think this is second movie. I'm sorry, I've watched them. I watched yeah, them no, all back to well, back. That's why we're so doing the like, whole thing together. So yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I watched them all back to back. So, like, some of them are bleeding. But at one point, he talks about, um, like, why he's in prison. They're like, like, have you no humanity? Like, what about all the lives you took on Earth? And he's like, the lives I took on Earth yes. are a handful compared to the like the monstrosities that uh odin has has yeah. done and he's right he is it's 100 percent a- accurate and a great argument yeah it really is especially because like craig said when we see in three how many people he's murdered like entire civilization yes they yeah. were they were uh, yeah so so jumping ahead to ragnarok we established that odin was like an imperialistic conqueror mm-hmm. like like slaughtered the people of the nine realms to bring them all under his thing. And then this is, this is another part where Loki is legitimately King of Asgard for a while where he's become Odin. And he basically says, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of letting the other realms do their thing. I'm not going to meddle with them. So like, he's actually being a very good, like anti-imperialist King being like, yeah, they're their own realms. They can govern themselves. Yeah, cause like yeah, you're saying like when Thor was like uh, the nine realms are in chaos, and then and then Odin's like this is cool, 
Loki Odin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loki Odin. Yeah, it, it's in chaos. He's like, and he, he literally says, I like to let them govern themselves. Nice. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> These are all great points, and thank you for your service. And Asgard, the actual like realm of Asgard, is not is doing pretty well. Everyone's just hanging out, making statues and watching art and stuff like that. Like you can't do that if people are rioting in the streets. You know what I mean? Like they're just like, man, Odin's super chill all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's do that. And it seems like Thor was gearing up to be Odin 2.0 oh, yeah. if, if Loki hadn't have stepped in. You know what I mean? Like Thor, if you change that timeline, would be a completely different character if, if he, he had never just went been, to Earth. Yeah. yeah, if he had never went to Earth, if he had just been given the throne when he was supposed to be given it to, which also calls into question whether Odin knows anything at all. How do you look at that teenager and go, yeah, buddy, you're hormonal, you're emotional, here's a hammer, let's go. Yeah, when, like you said, he's got the two sons, who I guess it could be either one, it's not the oldest, because he even tells them at the beginning, it's going to be one of you. And mm-hmm. you're like, man, Loki, is, he's real smart, he studies a lot, doesn't cause any trouble, he's a little mischievous. Then you got Thor, who loves starting wars, just mm-hmm. dies for it. And like, mm, Thor's kick. People like him more. Yeah. Well, and Loki's that, standoffish. And that goes into the whole Odin is a warrior and a conqueror and, a, you know, a despot probably. And he's also a huge hypocrite because in three we find out, you know, like Hela did all this murdering for him, like at his command. Yes. And then he locks her up when he can't control her. But I'm like, you ordered all of this. Mm-hmm. You told her to do every evil thing you hated later when you got like in a conscious. Yeah. Conscience. And um, I, I think I think it is Loki who has the line in Ragnarok where they go uh, or maybe it's uh, one of them is. No, I think it's actually Hela. Now that I think about it where she goes. Yeah. The father's way of dealing with things is to either banish you or uh, or yeah, like imprison you or, or, or banish you, which is something that he's done. He's imprisoned Loki many times. Mm-hmm. He's banished Thor at least once. Um, banished Loki, you know, like, like he's just banishes and imprisons his children at whim. And then is like, ah, you can, you can lead now. Like, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. He's, he's kind of like an out of sight, out of mind kind of problem solver. He's like, well, I can't see them if they're banished. I'm sure they're going to be good. Yeah. The only thing holding back this destructive force is my, is the fact that I'm never going to (laughs) die. And And you're like, oh no. With no warning. What a dick. He gave them five seconds of warning about Hela. Yeah, watch out, she's coming. Yeah. (laughs) I hate when the old characters in these movies do that. Oh, by the way, I know we've spent 30 years together. 30, 1,500 years Well, yeah, okay, yeah, that's great. That's even a better point. You're further my point. Yeah, like, I know we've been here for almost eternity, (laughs) but right now is when I have to release this information to you. Yes. This would have been helpful when I was about to become king. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Maybe that would have been, like, the first meeting they were going to have. Like, all right, now that you're you're king, it's like when you become president and you have that first meeting and they're like, aliens are real. (laughs) That's the example I was going to (laughs) use. The first thing you find out when you're president. Yeah, yeah. As we all know. know. Uh, Your brother is a frost giant and you have a sister who is the god of death that we've never told you. (laughs) Everything I've told you is a lie. (laughs) Big day for Thor, which he also avoided by not becoming king, I guess. Yeah. And well, and then he refuses the crown in the second one, which is like a nice little, okay, you've progressed a little, but. um, I mean, that's a super selfish move, though. Well, he's in terms of especially what he knows at the end of the second movie. He doesn't know about Hela. 
He doesn't know about. He know Loki has like. He knows his dad keeps falling into an Odin sleep every now and yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have any other brothers and siblings. I don't know who he expects to become king eventually. Yeah, he kind of. It's kind of a. Uh, he throws off his duty in that sense. Yeah, I mean, because they have the exact same line in Thor two and Black Panther, which is "You're a good man, and it's hard for a good man to be king." Mm-hmm. But Black Panther becomes king because you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to lead these people. You got to mm-hmm. lead your country, and Thor's just like, I'd really rather not. I'd really. And then Loki's like, I'll do it. Yeah. If you're just gonna fuck off, I'm gonna have to rule this country. As by the way, as the legitimate king in many cases, yeah. like like, but back to Thor one, it's like, yeah, Thor was banished. Odin's asleep. Frost giant or not, Loki is the legitimate error. Air and the air. most even keeled <laughs> of all of them. He's, he doesn't get shook. Okay, he's the only. He seems to be the voice of reason in most cases. He never loses himself emotionally. Really, aside from like one or two smaller points where it's like you know, like when his like mom got murdered and shit mm. like that. But like for the most part, I'm he's really forgive, reasonable. I'm gonna forgive a mom murder. Yeah, like right. Yeah. I think we let it. We give a pass on a we mom a murder, pass, huh? Right. But, like, Odin, it doesn't even seem like he's based in reality sometimes. Like, they have this conversation at one point where Odin, like, uh, Loki says, well, we're gods. And then Odin's like, we're not gods. We live, we die. And he's like, yeah, but for, like, 500,000 years. Like, what are you taught? He's like, we are gods. And I'm like, yeah, Odin treats himself and acts like a god, but then tells other people that he doesn't believe that. And, like, we're not gods. What are you talking about? It's like, no, you clearly are. You call Th- these are clearly in your names. <laughs> you're called the All Father. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's your, it's your name. But yeah, Craig, you're 100 percent right that Loki is legitimately the ruler of Asgard and Thor one, and people are just dicks about it. Like mm. he's he's an adopted son, but he's still an adopted son. Um, like Thor is banished, and that's Odin's choice. Loki doesn't do that. And he, he makes the excellent point is the first thing I do as the new king can't be to undo the last thing that the last king Would, did. Yeah, which is a valid point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He does not send Odin into the Odin sleep. Dude just passes out on his own. Mm-hmm. There's even a deleted scene where like Loki's next to Odin's like bed when he's asleep and he's talking with his mom and his mom's like, sorry we never told you you're a frost giant. And then the guards come in and Loki thinks the guards are going to kill him. And they're just like, here's your scepter. You're the official king because your host of your family's gone. And then the Warriors Three are just like, no, we don't want him to be king. We're gonna go get Thor back. They're they're mutinying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and this turns out to be a lie that Loki tells. But when he appears to Thor, which he doesn't have to do, by the way, like Thor's Thor's mm. in captivity with Shield, and with he goes, no powers. yeah, and he goes, sorry, I can't bring. Like Father's dead, uh, which is a lie, but close enough. And he goes, and I can't bring you back. It's a peace treaty with the Frost Giants, which you like you screwed that up and they don't want you back. Like that's a liability. And you go, actually, yeah, that's actually very sound ruling. Mm-hmm. Like you don't you yeah, don't forget forgive the war criminal and bring him back into the fold, right? You, you just go, Yeah, 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 yeah. You're you're banished, you're out of the way for the greater good of everybody in Asgard and to stop a war with Frost Giants, we're gonna keep you here. I mean, I kind of wish he had followed through with that, though, because that is actually like it's 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 like we said, he's very reasonable. It would have mm-hmm. been great if he was like if he actually just went back to the Frost Giants. He was like, maybe we should just hash out, a, hash out an agreement here. Yeah, yeah. I don't want dis- my brother back either. Yeah. Instead, he does try and destroy all of uh, the whole thing. But it also is because he wants to impress his father. Like, that's the weird 
mm-hmm. psychological damage that he's been through where he's like, well, I'm not who you say I am. You've lied to me my entire life. But we've been taught and raised that we were meant to rule and show strength and uh, that these are our enemies. So if I can... Yeah, because he rigs it up that the Frost Giant's going to come in and murder him and then he kills the Frost Giant so yes. his father will see it. So he wanted to look like a hero. Yeah. And then destroy all the Frost Giants. Like, he's basically coming up with an excuse to destroy the Frost Giants. But, like... That's how they were raised. That's what you were supposed to do, right? Like, yeah. yeah, this is a huge, like, how they were raised, kind of, like, cultural point that I was talking about in Thor 3. Because they're raised at the, like, the like, like Thor, little Thor says, like, I can't wait to kill them. Like, they're raised to think they're, like, these monsters or whatever. So if Loki knows he's a frost giant, and he his whole, his whole head must be like, if anyone here finds out I'm a frost giant, they're going to murder me. I have to run on a platform of hating frost giants. Like, this is his political process of, like, just protecting himself. Yeah. Being like, if everyone here is like, man, Loki hates frost giants. I bet he's not a frost giant. Like, that's kind of what everyone in Asgard is going to be thinking. Brilliant. It's brilliant. Brilliant. I love it. Who would believe he's a frost giant after blowing up the frost giant home planet? I never thought about that. That's great. I like that a lot. And also, he's got to be so fucked up that day. This is all, like, one day. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Can we talk about, I want to talk about the time frame that, Every single one of these movies comes across, right? So I think between Thor 1 and Ragnarok, it's what, about eight years? Between 1 and Ragnarok? Yeah. Eight to ten years, somewhere in there? Uh, I don't really know. Like, when is two? Because two is, like, right after Avengers. Yeah. So that's, like, or everything, oh, wait, everything up to Avengers is 2018, or it's 2012. Or no, it's all 2008. Oh, I hate this timeline. It's so fucked up. Okay. They, they released, like, the official timeline one time, and it was really messed up. But, like, in and around ten years, would you say? Uh, less than that. Less than 10 years. Because, okay. like, the entire phase one is, like, six months. Right. So they, so I did some math on this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is my point. Which is that, okay, so they mentioned that, uh, they mentioned that, like, you know, the, the, the Asgardians can live for, like, 5,000 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So, so if this takes place over around eight years, let's say, mm-hmm. okay, that is 0.16% of an Asgardian's life. Okay, which if you are if you live to be eighty years old as a human, uh, that that results out to about forty six days. So let's give it two hot months. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so two hot months that Thor uh, was going to be king, sent to loses his powers, is sent to a land where he doesn't know anybody, falls in love with Jane Foster, uh, 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 kills uh kills all the dark elves loses oh has his brother betray him yep. uh loses his brother or uh his mother dies his father dies he discovers he has a, a older sister that he doesn't know about who he has to destroy Asgard and escape with this. This guy has had a day. You know what I mean? Like he has had a lot come at him in that's two months of like the, the equivalent of two months of your life. Of, of Thor's life, Thor and Loki's life. Yeah. This yeah. Is, that is a pretty hot two months. You got to say like, <laughs> when you're 1500 years old, yeah. and nothing else of significance has happened yet. And then everything pops off in yeah. a two month period. Oh, and sorry. Oh, home planet destroyed. Uh, brother then dies at the hands Again. of yeah. Thanos, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. who then snaps half of everybody out of existence. Oh, and by the way, when he kills Loki, he kills every living Asgardian mm-hmm. uh, on yep. the ship. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. what a day. Like, Oof, Thor, no wonder you're just eating bread in the trailer for Endgame. 
Yeah, just carb loading. <laughs> Have you guys seen that? He's just no. eating. There's like a, the bowl in front of him. He's eating a roll, and there's just another bowl full of like bread in front of him. He's God, just, Fat Thor <laughs> is such a great like just sitting there eating carbs all the time, getting uh, fat. Just yeah. Crimson Hemsworth letting himself go. I mean, I don't think he would. I don't think he would go. I think he could just eat what he wants, and it's not gonna. He's a god. True. I think mm. you can have. I think you can have all the human bread you want if you're Thor. Yeah, I think so. Maybe some okay. magical bread would put some things on this. Put yeah, some yeah. M- meat in his thighs. But the problem with these guys is if they stop working out, that's when it starts to hit you. As soon as you start working out, not as much, and you still have the same eating Appetite, habits, yeah. you're done. Ooh. <laughs> then again, though, if they're not fighting anyone for a while, like if they can't find Thanos immediately, he mm-hmm. might just be like watching TV and Netflix and bread. And, <laughs> and for sure, that's a blow. Like, it's like I think we've all just had times where we're just like, I'm just gonna sit on the couch today and gorge on pizza and sort of thing but also like all the shirtless scenes that chris hemsworth has in this like you know i I, let's put it this way i had a different perspective of this where i was just like god i just want like just let it go like that's gotta be so much work you know what i mean to maintain that let it go it's gotta be so exhausting like especially when they do avengers movies as well it's not just your standalones like you're just constantly never it's probably the only bread chris hemsworth has ever eaten yeah, he's like, this tastes so good. In the game trailer. He's like, like, I haven't had bread since I became Thor. It's like, you don't have to eat that uh, Hemsworth. You can just spit that out. He's like, no, no, no. Oh my God. It's like when your dog eats something and you're like, yeah. no, no, spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> spit it out. Yeah. He's like, bread, 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 bread. <laughs> oh God, it's what my brain needs to work. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, it, it's crazy the number of things that like, in retrospect of Ragnarok, like, like mm. looking back at all the information that's re- revealed there and then rewatching these Thor movies, it's just like, well, Avengers too is, is, is event like not Avengers, Avengers as, as well. well. <laughs> as I said, it's basically just what Thor did in that first five minutes where it's like, I've been told that what you're supposed to do is conquer and rule. Uh, I've lost my legitimate crown as of Asgard. So I'm going to go make allies with other people who I can then take over earth and rule. I need a place to rule. I need a place to rule. I'm just a loose king. I need a (laughs) place to put my crown. And I can do that. And he goes, and I, they need, he described himself. He's like, I was going there to become their benevolent leader. I mean, after seeing what he did with Asgard, I kind of wish he'd kind of taken over. I'm not going to lie. I'd be like, there'd be so much money in the arts. Oh, yeah. He would have contributed everything to like stand up and theater and movies. Also, <laughs> so mm. let's, let's run, uh, do a rundown of all the problems that wouldn't have existed had Loki taken over in Avengers. Uh, okay, right off the bat, we don't have to deal with Ultron. That would have never gone Ooh, down. That would be nice. Uh, second of all, um, all the uh, the the Hydra stuff in uh, Winter Soldier would have never gone down. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was before Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? What else? I mean, um, I mean, Thanos would have gotten the stones a little faster, but he got the stones pretty quick once he got here anyway. So I don't know if that would have been a huge deterrent. Like, the second he got to Earth, he's like, and there's two stones for me. Yeah, Mind Stone and the Tesseract, and away we go. Yeah, that's true. And also, he was working for Thanos there, right? He was working for Thanos there, which I'm now going to reveal a thing a lot of people don't know, which is that Marvel confirmed that he was almost completely brainwashed during the invasion of Earth as well. Really? Uh, Yeah, so this is on the Marvel official website. Damn. Whoa. Oh, you, you come into our podcast with sources making us look bad? Like, we're going to, yeah, we're going to put that in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, this isn't, this isn't some fan theory. This is 
from Marvel.com. They did like summaries of all the movies before Infinity War came out. All right, it says Loki was gifted with the scepter that acted as a mind control mind control device. Unbeknownst to him, the scepter was also influencing him, fueling his hatred over his brother Thor and the inhabitants of Earth. Which is why Loki's like so fucked up looking in Avengers. Have you ever noticed that oh. he's like he's like breathing really hard and his skin's real clammy and he looks like he's dying for most of the movie? Oh, yeah, because the mind mind stone is being like you're very mad. I mean that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It is official. I do feel like that's a bit of a retcon, being like. People really liked Loki. People did really <laughs> like Loki. And we need a reason to sort of forgive him that he's been kept around. I, th- I, w- I don't know if you need a reason, though. I think we can... People can redeem themselves yeah. in this universe. Well, and I mean, that's that's most of his arc in Dark World, right? Is I am going to redeem myself. Yeah, exactly. Like- then again, in, in, Dar- in Dark World, I don't actually find that's like a whole lot of redemption. Because like what happens i'm like loki wants to murder who killed his mom like this is a this is a revenge tale that we're cool with because we all have moms yeah <laughs> which i like i'm not mad at him you got to kill the person who killed your mom yeah. like if john wick can kill a million people for a dog <laughs> loki can go after the dark elves that murdered his mom but yeah i don't i don't see a lot of redemption in dark world i think ragnarok is the big like redemption oh story. yeah when he shows up with the ship and he's like i'm gonna save all my people <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's a pretty big one. And but still with that arrogance too, right? Like he was going to betray Thor. He super was. And then it was just like, well, here's a chance for me to be in charge again. And like yeah. But like a lot of it seemed play it always seems playful to me, even if it is even if the stakes are really high. Like anytime they fuck each other over, it just seems playful to me because it always seems like no matter what I put you in, I know you're gonna get out of it. Yeah. So I'm just going to put put your face as deep as I can into this shit and see you in a year. You it's, know what I mean? It's kind of a brotherly. Yeah. yeah. Cuz like I, and I I agree and I think it's also playful because they are so old. Like mm. they have so much time to do all this shit. Like they've been brothers for 1500 years and like they didn't fight till now it seems. Yeah. Well, all, there's a great line in Ragnarok and it's played for laughs, but I like it where Thor goes, uh, you know, uh, he once turned himself into a <laughs> yeah. snake and he knew that I like snakes, so when I picked up the snake, so there's something so funny about saying snake so many times. <laughs> He's like and he just, knows I like snakes. snakes. <laughs> so I picked up the snake to take a closer look at the snake and then he turned back into himself and then he stabbed me and, I, <laughs> that's so and like funny. it's so funny but it also puts into stark relief that a lot of the things that we've seen loki do are like aha i'm betraying you i'm gonna stab you between the ribs but like that's that that moment there kind of establishes that for these gods just a little stab every now and again is like a fun goof. <laughs> yeah, like one hundred percent. They were raised as like soldiers. Like they're yeah. like they're warriors who were meant to go into war. Like as much as they were raised to be kings, like they're every story they tell is like, remember that battle we were in? Remember those people we killed? Remember that fucking war we fought? Like, we thought we were gonna uh, fight by each other's side for forever. Yeah, it wasn't rule by each other's side forever. They thought they were going to be in battle for life together, yeah. and they just stabbed each other every now. And then. Then. Yeah, and that's so that, it's too, it's cool. It's that cool. to me is like the equivalent of making like your brother or sister like stick their finger in a mouse trap. Like, <laughs> does it hurt? Yeah. yeah. Are you mad at them for making you do it? Yes. Is it gonna have lasting harm? No. Like that's it. Like uh, I'll turn myself into a snake and then I'll show up and I'll stab them. Like Craig, that's that mouse trap thing was super specific. I don't know. I don't know why <laughs> I went there. <laughs> Weirdly That's enough, that. we were not a very mystery. We were actually very well behaved. We got along very oh, well. Okay. I was even for our hero and villain this week. I was like, 
oh, man, I should really come up with something for like my sisters, like some time where they really got me or I really got them. And I was just like, I don't have those stories because like we just we just get along. OK, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually I've been there, although my sisters all fight amongst themselves and none of them fight with me. Oh. I don't know if that means they love me or they just like to exclude me. Mm. Well, are you youngest? <laughs> I'm the youngest. Yeah, so they like had a dynamic going on. Before yeah, they, they'd established the rules before yeah. I arrived. Oh, my brother and I used to beat the absolute living Christ out of each other. Rebecca, that doesn't surprise me <laughs> in any goddamn way. Beat the Christ out of lucky. each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. So until until he got much larger than I was, and my parents were like, "We're done. <laughs> like he will murder you." I think I feel like yeah. you could take him. I've never met your brother, oh, but I bet you got moves. Yeah, I got moves, but he's a big boy. <laughs> he's uh, he's not fat, but kid's thick. Okay, he's yeah. like a brick shit house. What was the worst one? The worst. You got any scars? No, Physical? I think the worst one was one time I broke his nose. Nice. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was pissing. Okay. He was really pissing me off, and I just grabbed his shirt and just railed him, and he made a noise. I have never heard come out of a human being. I will never do that to someone ever again. It was like it was like a pig squeal almost. Oh like God. and the second I did it, I was like, "Oh, you're fucked." And I just started running. <laughs> I just started running as fast as I could. Don't tell mom and dad. Oh, well no, it wasn't even that. I don't care if he told my parents. That was not what I was worried about. Caleb had a he had a, for a while, he had like a mean streak, you know, someday, a teenage boy, sometimes oh, you yeah. just like, he, but he had it's like a, a, it's a buttload of hormones that are just yeah. dumped into an unprepared He's brain. He's great yeah. now. He's super level yeah. person, whatever. But like he had a streak because as, as soon as I did that, he chased me around the house with a chair and was throwing it at me. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was moments where I'm like, I'm going to die. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to die right now. <laughs> I'm going to die. I wish I didn't do that. So we didn't like go down from the hit. Oh, well, he was down for the count for a minute, <laughs> but our house was only so big. <laughs> and there was only so many places I could go, and none of the doors locked. Right. <laughs> what a weird home you have. Right. <laughs> anyway. And he had the one chair that I could have put behind the door. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, if Rebecca can break her brother's nose, mm. Logie can stab the Yeah, an immortal so. god. I, I think, think so. It's a fun goof, right? It is a fun goof. And on, I, the, on the god level, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and if you put everything they do into that perspective of, like, they are gods and we are just people, like, it's really playful, a lot of the stuff, actually. Yeah, we, what, are, what is a god care of ants or, like, yeah. whatever is how he dismisses. Yeah, yeah. Which, is, which makes a lot of sense, even in 2, when he's like, you killed 87 people on Earth. He's like, they live for, like, 80 years. I'm like, yeah, I'd probably think that about ants, too. <laughs> Yeah, it's real fleeting. It's It's, real fleeting. They'll be dead, like, in a second. Who cares? Yeah, if I had showed up or not, that would have been... Yeah, in his mind, it's like, two weeks, that guy's dead. Everyone Mm. I killed. Yeah, but I'll rule this forever, because it's great. And I'll be good at it. Yeah. I wonder if that's why they just, like, left Earth, because they're just like, man, those guys just have such high turnover. Like, you can't... You know, you go Mm. on vacation, and you're, like, six generations gone, and they haven't (laughs) missed me. See, I imagine... Imagine when the gods come to Earth, it seems like it's going to be really fun. I picture it's like if we went to like a planet full of dogs, we'd be like, oh, my God, look how cute these guys are. And then they, <laughs> but they only live like eight years. <laughs> Think of how sad that is over time. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's what everyone keeps saying about uh, Jane Foster, right? Don't fall in love with her because, yeah. like, she's just going to die. And they're very, and by the way, Odin's very much like when he brings her to uh, uh, Asgard in the second one, Odin's like, get her out of here. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> like, no, these are humans. They're a distraction. Get them out of here. Yeah, it is like, until they realize that there's an infinity stone inside her. Yeah, and then but like, it is like I said, it's like bring your dog to work day. Yeah, like, not that Jane, not not that Jane's a dog, <laughs> but like you know, it's like what do you got this little pet here for? That thing's just... yeah. Craig strongly disagrees <laughs> that Jane is a dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, like Natalie. Natalie Portman's like my celebrity crush. Like this isn't her best work. Uh, <laughs> Natalie but, Portman doesn't do great in franchise work, it seems. Because if we're going like Star no. Wars, oh yeah, and then we're going <gasps> Thor, right? Yeah. I forgot it. Well, I I think it's because I've erased a lot of that yeah. from my memory. But yeah. yeah, I keep forgetting she was in Star Wars. Yeah, Natalie Portman needs a good indie to really. Shine. Oh yeah, 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 true, yeah. True, true. good indie. Yeah, Absolutely. I just love her though. I and it, here's to jump off like Loki for a second. Here's my criticism of the the Jane character which is like I almost feel like her and Selvig should have been one character. Mm. Have have her the one who's smart enough to open the portals and, and figure all that sort of shit mm. out and like figure out that it's Thor's a god and like all that that sort of stuff. That and then that mixed in with her falling in love with him is also a little more compelling. Second of all, if you had had Jane be the physicist who Shield gets to set up the portal that Loki uses uh, in Avengers to get through, that also raises the emotional stakes both for Loki and for Thor in that she's mind controlled and she's the one up on the rooftop who's, and has then put in uh, the, the the back door or whatever that they can do to shut down. And another key of that is you one uh, get another strong female character in it, Avengers, in Avengers two, one. you would have Black Widow and Jane working together on the top of Avengers Tower to shut it off. It would pass the Bechdel test. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. And and two, com- well, it complicates, as I said, it complicates the relationship between Thor and Loki and that rivalry because Loki, as revenge, is going to go after the one person that he knows is going to piss off. Uh, no, that would, be, that would be super smart, and that's a real Loki move, and that would have been a great a great play for Jane. Yeah, I don't know if she didn't want to do Avengers. I knew she didn't want to do Thor 3, um, yeah. and she had to really <laughs> be into, talked into Thor 2. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't remember about Avengers. Well, Thor 2 was originally was going to be directed by, um, oh, Patty Jenkins, who did Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. Uh. And that's when she signed on. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll do Thor 2, Patty Jenkins. But then Patty like had differences with the studio and left. And then, like, but Natalie Portman was already, was already signed, already signed on. on. And then they completely rewrote the script um, because Loki was supposed to not be in it. Oh, yeah. But that's a good move, though. Oh, like, I, Loki in terms of, yeah. Yeah. Loki was not, like, it was supposed to be, like, the Jane movie. She was going to, like, kind of dark Phoenix out from the power and stuff. Um, yeah but then like Loki was so powerful they were like you gotta give Loki so much screen time in this movie well because he was that that comes like pretty hot off the heels of the Avengers yeah and people loved him in that he was I mean he's great in both movies he really shines in Avengers Mm -hmm. that little bit longer hair it's a little bit greasy and the outfit yeah yeah, looking great. He's a, he was a, he's one of the few great villains. Like him and Thanos are in my mind the two really great villains that the MCU has produced. Killmonger, Killmonger, oh, being yeah. another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. they're not they're not great at but villains. Killmonger is is more recent even too. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah, they've only just kind of learned how to like make a real good personal villain. Because yeah. then like the other cool villains end up not being like villains like Bucky or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah Bucky yeah. was a badass, but he was being brainwashed. So. We need a compelling backstory. Yeah. Why are they doing what they're doing? Yeah. Give me some reason to believe in this villain. God damn it! 
villains who are right. That's what we want. <laughs> That's all we want. <laughs> we always want to do Marvel mo- about Marvel movies, but we've only got three. This mm-hmm. is it. I don't know if there's any more Marvel movies you can do where the villain was right after. Oh, this. I've got I've got one more in my mind, oh, but I'm not going to reveal which one it is. Uh, it's gonna be, yeah, I've got another oh, one too. It's going to so be I think a got... super surprise, oh, but yeah. yes, I'm yeah, so yeah. intrigued. Intrigued, you guys. <laughs> good, but yeah, it's uh, and I uh, speaking of Jane and. <laughs> The the uh, the the Warriors three as we as I just recently learned that they were called even though there's four of them yeah I love that like Ragnarok seemed like such a tone adjustment where they literally just were like throw out everything that isn't working and bring in the stuff that is all of a sudden Thor is funny yeah which works so well mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. like because. Like, I don't know why they didn't think of this at first, but in the first Thor movie where there's you've got a guy with bleach blonde long hair walking down the street of a New Mexico town in like the brightest southwestern sun you can possibly have in what is like cheesy kind of armor. Like it, it is such a ridiculous scene that I don't know how anybody looked at that and goes we need to play this straight. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Sincere yeah. Shakespearean drama? Yes, obviously it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, we're, you know, midday and you're wearing, like, plastic armor and carrying a big hammer and going to go fight a guy. Like, that's got to be funny. They And, oh, uh, Taika Waititi... I mean, they played it. They played it pretty well when the Warriors three show up in Thor, yes. though, because everyone just turns, turns, and then in the window is the three warriors, and they're like, "Hey!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like when your friends show up and you're on a date, and you're like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> and I think that's that's moment works better now, knowing that we know there's the Guardians of the Galaxy. We know mm-hmm. that there's um, Thanos, who's a giant purple grape. Like it's it's. It all works better now, but like the lead up to that first Thor movie was basically uh, what? Like uh, it was Iron Man, and I don't think Cap was out yet. Yeah, Cap was the third one. So, so it was Incredible like Iron Hulk. Man one, Iron Man two, and Hulk. And Incredible Hulk, yeah. yeah. So it's all like stuff that's been in and around New York City, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like random guys. And it was pretty. It was played pretty straight and down to earth up until Thor, where it's like there's literal aliens now and gods, and and they're gonna show up in a New Mexico desert wearing like medieval armor and it's kind of nuts right yeah that's why i think thor is like way better now i mean i don't think rebecca agrees because she didn't enjoy it but like i feel like at the time when we didn't like thor when it came out i didn't even like it all that much it was just so hard to wrap your head around but now like 18 movies later like yeah yeah asgard bifrost aliens totally normal (laughs) totally normal loki's a good villain i know exactly what's happening in this film i know who everyone is and i know the sticks and i get it I know what the nine realms are. Like, yeah, it's it's a lot to take in on first viewing. It is, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think it's done a little better in retrospect than before. But. I mean, but now it also doesn't matter because it's all been blown up. Yeah. So it's just Thor left. Yeah. <laughs> he's, the o- he's the only remnant of his own franchise. Yeah, that's insane. That is crazy. Another point I want to make about Ragnarok, too, is they okay so they evacuate everybody from asgard presumably on that ship right i mean they say they do there's someone who's like un- taking a nap somewhere who <laughs> did not hear the alarm bell go off uh, except and here's the point i want to is the uh, uh idris alba's character hemdel i think it heimdall. is heimdall he he's the he's the guy leading these people but oh, yeah. the people that he's leading are just the people who have already fled hella there's still people in the capital yeah, there's got to be, because she didn't just slaughter every. She slaughtered everyone who fought back, but sure. she wouldn't have slaughtered the civilians. Right. she likes being, like, praised. Yeah, so yeah. there's a few people that have escaped to the hills with the help of Himdel, right? 
And he's like, okay, we're going to get you off by the Bifrost. And then they get stuck on that bridge, Mm -hmm. right? So that's a very select group of Asgardians, right? Like, there's just people, like, in bakeries and shit like that being like, well, you know, new ruler, new day. That's Asgard, (laughs) right? Like, how many times have we done this in the last two months? Like, it was Thor, then it was Odin again, and back to, like, Loki. And, like, like, well, just going to ride this one. And they're like, oh, Ragnarok? The death of this? Oh, no. Oh, let's said. get like one percent of our population on a on one ship and fly it off. Like Yeah, blowing up Asgard is kind of like a, a very fast choice Thor makes of not making sure there was an evacuation. Like as far as Loki knows, that's everybody. He shows up, he's like, Well, get on the ship then. But like, you gotta know that place wasn't emptied out. Yeah. Mm. And uh, th- uh, by the way, in Asgard in uh, Ragnarok, th- uh, Loki is the one that triggers it. He oh, he, he teleports it, he? into the vault and throws the skull onto the eternal flame and yeah. like causes Ragnarok, uh, which is I was like okay so like in this arc you're actually ultimately the hero like you're the one who pulls the trigger and gets it all done. Yeah, Loki's Loki's had a complicated past of like well sometimes when I destroy things it's bad and sometimes when I destroy things it's good like what do you want from me Thor? Yeah, he's chaotic neutral. What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. Likes to keep it right down the middle. Some good, some bad, but we're all over the fucking place. He does just enough to stay in the franchise yeah. on either end. Yeah, yeah. I could be a villain. I could be a hero. What do you guys do now? What do you need? Well, what does your next movie need? I got it all. I can. Yeah. I can turn. I can be pretty sympathetic. Yeah, I'll stab anybody right away. (laughs) I'll stab stab you right now. (laughs) Don't you test me. Uh, Got a fun little knife just hanging around. They are little. Yeah, his knives aren't big. I rewatched the snake part. (laughs) I rewatched it. I put it back and re. I was like, like, "That's so fucking funny." funny. The little smile on Loki's face too after he tells the story when he's just like, "Yeah, I did. I did do that." (laughs) And I, I also love the interaction of, especially in Ragnarok, Loki and uh, both the as the Hulk. And also as Bruce Banner, mm. the, the look on Loki's face <laughs> when the, when the Hulk busts Ooh. through that door, and he just like shrinks in his seat and is like, like the Grandmaster's yeah. like, "Why? What's going on?" You He's can just see like, him shaking. Yeah, and then the cheer when like uh, when the Hulk takes Thor in the ring and slams him back and forth like. Uh, the Hulk did do him in Avengers mm. and he just jumps up and was like yeah <laughs> I'm like oh I care about you so much like there's such depth to that character in that moment and such great acting mm-hmm. and then just when like later he and uh, it's, he's back to Bruce Banner and he just walks in and Loki's like tied up in a chair and uh, he just goes Bruce like (laughs) we have a a working relationship (laughs) my entire uh, plot in Avengers was to get you pissed off so you destroy the rest of your team and it's Bruce like (laughs) (laughs) we good we good good? good. you're not gonna Hulk me are you Oh, and the, do I know you moment of, with him and Valkyrie? He's like, I feel like I know you. I feel like yeah. I know you. Like, uh, Taika Waititi should just do I mean, uh, so many. He should do everything forever. Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, like, the one mild complaint I have about Ragnarok is, like, everything is played for a joke. Mm. Um, like, there could be a little bit more gravitas. Like, even when Asgard explodes and they just do, like, the third joke about, like, oh, no more foundations or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, I would like to feel a little bit of something in Ragnarok, but for the, like, for 95% of it, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Jeff yeah. Goldblum. Just. Oh, he's so good. Oh, he's so good in this movie. And I, I you know, have to excuse me, the, the New Zealand actress that they get to play uh, Jeff Goldblum's sidekick. 
Oh, I don't know her name. Is but the one with the melty stick? Yeah. He goes, <laughs> Why would you hand me the melt like why would you hand me the death stick? They interrupted me. That's not a capital <laughs> offense. Like <laughs> <laughs> she just hates Valkyrie yeah. and wants her melted all I the know. time. Like, yeah, and I mean, you know, let's dive into a bit, but Jeff Goldblum as a as a secondary tertiary even villain in that mm. movie is just fantastic. I I could have watched so much more of that. It makes a lot of sense why him and Loki got along. Just like playful but deadly guys who's like, no, I'm just trying to have a good time, but I'll murder you if I feel like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, here I am on my DJ table now. Yeah. We're talking about it's my birthday. Yeah, and like, Loki like, totally would have done that as Odin. It was like, did you interrupt my play? He'd shoot you in the face and be like, carry on with the play. I'm so sorry, actors. Go. <laughs> yes, please carry on. Yeah, and, and you almost wish that he had stayed there. You I know? feel like Loki would have been really happy on oh, the Oh, would have thrived. When that plot point came up, I was like, yeah, girl, get it. Get yeah, yours. Even Thor was like genuinely one of the best for was like, you should stay here. Mm. This is the Loki place to be. Yeah, and that, that sad sort of moment where he goes, our paths diverged long ago. Oh, you can see like, you can see Loki get gut punched when he's like, I adored you and I thought we were going to fight together side by side. He's like, oh, uh-huh. And he's like, you can see in his head being like, I'm going to betray this guy, right? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. That betrayal is always my plan, which is, uh, and somebody, is, is it where they go, you change, like, yeah, Thor gets down once he, he shocks him and he goes, life is about progress and mm. you just repeat yourself over and over yeah. and over again. You're predictable. It's sad. It makes some changes in your life. And I think maybe that's what, like it, I never made this connection before, but I think that what that speech there is what causes Loki to finally make the change at the beginning of Infinity War. Like that to me is the speech. You need to make some changes if you want to figure out how. I you're mean, changing I think that's the speech that made him go back to Asgard with the ship to save everybody. Yeah, like mm. that's that's what did it because like he was so like betraying him right in that moment until that moment so like he wasn't going back to asgard to like beat thor up for electrocuting him like he was going there to help everybody yeah true he'd already changed like in my mind like because we talked about how thor and thor one is such a dick and has to go through this huge arc to like re-earn his like hammer and become worthy again i feel like loki just takes like four movies to get to where thor got to but he gets there. But, yeah. you know, they're like 1,500 years old, so it can take you a little longer. It, it, it took them two months. You're more set in your ways. <laughs> it took them two months to change. Change is hard. Change is hard. And especially, um, well, a, a, and you sympathize with Loki in that sense of just, like, how long does it take to undo damage done by, like, how you were raised and, like, you know, coming to terms with how you see the world and how you were expected to act and that sort of thing, like... Oh right, we were pitted against each other all the time. So that's why I think of my think in terms of Loki versus Thor, mm-hmm. right? I'm like everything. Everything he sees in the world is like I've got to get the one up on Thor, or I've got to get the one up on a realm or my mm. dad. Or yeah, he's just striving to succeed to like so people will be proud of him. He yeah. just needs validation. He's well, just I, a fucked up dude. I also think he's kind of like, uh, he's. I think he's a little addicted to chaos as well. That's true. Like, I think some of the stuff he does, even some of the good stuff he does, I think he just does it because he's like, I just want to blow something up. You know, I, like sometimes, like I just think some of it is. This would interest an, me. Yeah, like it's an addiction to, yeah, chaos. It's, you, you want crazy things to happen because he's. Yeah. Well, he's the god of mischief. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. know about the story where he fucked a horse? <laughs> um, Just from the from superheroes, uh, uh, the text. Superheroes. No, do do <laughs> tell. Well, I mean, it's 
it was a chaotic solution to a pretty easy problem. It's like a it's like a mythology story. It's not okay. in, it's not in the movies. Although the horse is <laughs> the horse is in Thor one that he fucked. Um so, okay. <laughs> so the mythology story is there's this builder and he like he wants to marry Frigga. And uh, and Odin's like, sure, if you can build this wall within like a year, you can marry Frigga. Because he's like, but you have to do it yourself. But he's allowed to use his horse, and his horse is like this super powered horse. So like, it looks like he's gonna finish the wall in time. And Odin's like, I don't want to pay this fucker. Um, Loki, make sure he doesn't finish that wall. And Loki's solution, because they're not allowed to interfere in the building process, is he transforms himself into a female horse, and he seduces the male horse away from the wall, <laughs> and lets 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 it fuck him. Looks, that's great. See, looks, that's an addiction to chaos. Yeah, that's an addiction <laughs> to chaos. And then he has a horse child named Sleepnir, who is an eight-legged horse, and that eight-legged horse is what Odin is riding in the first Thor movie. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I didn't little, catch that it had eight so legs. So he's riding his grand, nephew? Grandson? His grandson. Yeah. His grandson? Yeah, he's riding his grandson into battle. Oh, you said Odin was riding it. Odin was riding. Oh, yes, yeah, so his grandson. Yeah. yeah, sorry. That's craziness. So that's, I'm, that's, that's probably the kind a, of fucked up stuff happening on Asgard. So everything Loki does is kind of is just like... pretty in bounds. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's, he should just end every scene. Of, you think yeah, this, this is crazy. crazy. One I time. I fucked a horse <laughs> One time for my, dad. My dad asked me to, and then he was like, can I have that kid? <laughs> ride it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and you made a great point about him being sort of addicted to chaos. And I really wanted to ask Diana, who's kind of the expert in this world, is like, in, in, in the world of Asgard, what relationship do they have to their, their titles as gods? Because we see that Hela is like the god of death and is very good at killing people. And obviously, uh, Thor is the god of thunder and so like ha- can control and lightning. Thundering. But like, is, is this like a, are they, are they who they are and get those names or do those na- are those names given to them and then therefore their powers are there? Like mis- like Loki being the god of mischief. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure they're named afterwards. Like I think Loki, I think Hela gave herself the name goddess of death. I think it's names we give them when they come to earth. Right. I think they're just Thor and Loki at home. And then like they came to earth and we were like, it's the god of thunder. And then, yeah, like, because he can bring thunder. He can and, like, bring thunder, and then Hela brought just death. And Loki was just like twiddling his fingers mischievously, mm. and they were like, "I guess mischief. I don't know what you do. What are you doing over there?" Buddy? Yeah, it'd be weird if it was the other way around. <laughs> like you just get a kid, and you're like, "Okay, your name is janitor, okay, <laughs> and we're gonna see what happens." <laughs> like, you know, that's uh, it'd what's be that? a little backwards. <laughs> what's that book where like, the really famous book where they give you your jobs at like age eight? Um, it's one where you can't see color. The Giver. Yeah, I think. The yeah, giver. I think it's called The Giver. Yeah. yeah. At age eight, you're like giving your job, and everyone's like, "That's." it for life no and like yeah. the book's not even about rebelling against it it's just like oh no no you get your job and then you you take it is it based on like genetically we've predetermined that you'll be good at that i, uh, I haven't read the no right. it's mm. like as you're being raised they like see what you're good at right. yeah and then they're like all right you're janitor you're gonna be a scientist you're gonna be a politician i'm like how does that even work mm-hmm. but okay and then one person gets to be the giver okay hmm. mm-hmm. who gives you the job no, actually, oh. no. You oh. Actually, no. The giver gives you memories. It's a weird book. All right, I'm not. It gonna, is a weird I'm not going to read it. There no. we go. I, mean, I imagine I it's you a classic. Do it in high school. Yeah, that's why. I read oh, it. every high it school was is mandatory different. reading. Mandatory book. The oh. giver. I mean, as long as we all read To Kill a Mockingbird, we're all we okay. definitely all read. To we kill a Mockingbird. 
definitely yeah. did that for sure. We definitely all What's saw the movie it? To Kill a Mockingbird. I was never assigned that book. Not what? once. Oh, it's, a, it's actually a pretty important book. It's, it's, it's well done. It's, it's real. It's done do you, real good. Do you feel that cool breeze of judgment coming from the other side of the table yeah. right now? Well, I mean, you're not a bad person. It's fine. <laughs> this, but is like, what, this is my favorite thing about my high school teaching To Kill a Mockingbird because we did have to read it. But my English teacher specifically touched on none of the racist stuff. She was like, now in this chapter, Boo Radley symbolizes blah, blah, blah. I didn't realize this was a book about like racism and shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> like cuz you read it you Oh know, dude, I I didn't read it and I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Obviously it is. But like my teacher just didn't focus on any of that. So like when your teacher is telling you what the themes are and what the important chapters are, you're like, "Okay, Boo Radley in the tree with the gifts and blah, blah, blah. and like she doesn't want to wear dresses, okay? It's against feminism." Blah, blah. And then like she never once was like lecture like racism's bad. <laughs> it never once came up. I was like, well, I went to a very white school. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get if maybe you feel like you don't have the tools or the vocabulary I, to tackle that sort of thing, but that's why you let Harper Lee kind of do, you know. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's. Uh, I can still at least point out, like, this chapter is important where he won't let anyone kill him. Yeah. <laughs> at the jailhouse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, this is a side thing, but like um, Gregory Peck specifically in that movie, of like, there's a scene where I'm just like, that is what being a man is all about. Like where there's, there's a scene where he's standing up for what's right. There's a guy who wants to get in and kill and he just shows up and the dude drunkenly like spits in his face and like, you just see the fucking anger in his thing. And he just takes out a handkerchief and like wipes his face down and like stands his ground. And the other guy like walks off. And it's like, it's one of the most beautiful moments in cinema where it's just like, it's acted so so well where it's like you're standing up for your principles and you're willing to take like an insult but you're not going to escalate it to violence and i'm just like it's like moral uh moral strength and also like uh physical restraint it's like the best combination of and i i realize that there's also criticisms about he's the character enables things but anyway that's yeah. uh, anyway it's, it's a very very good movie a very good book if you anyway. got time for a book it's a good mm. movie as well. yeah, yeah 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 yeah. always got time for a movie you guys yeah. got a movie i mean the villain probably wasn't right in this one <laughs> no no the villain was not right in uh, we have a list uh, of movies Lung. that we are not, not allowed to we're, we're not, not touching. allowed to touch yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that would be one of them for sure um but yeah uh, the only, oh, the other part I want to bring up about Selig, who for some reason I focused on in this. Uh, I mean, he is a, like kind of a big part of the trilogy. He's in like the Avengers. He's in all three movies. Yeah. No, he's not in Ragnarok. Yeah. But my point I wanted to make with him is exactly that is this guy should be an Avenger. He has he has act he has been witness to and actively participated in stopping I think no less than three alien invasions. Yeah. Thor one, Thor two, Avengers. Yeah, I mean, he's, like, he that, did more than Tony's done. He's 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 repelled more alien invasions than Black Panther. <laughs> Black Panther failed more than Vision. Vision failed. Scarlet Witch right out. Like uh, Captain America has done one mm-hmm. alien invasion. Tony's done one. Like I'm it's. Not, I'm not even gonna give Avengers to Cap. What did Cap do to make the aliens not invade in Avengers? Uh, I mean, he, he he took control. He he, took he threw control. a shield at a few people, but Tony, I'm like Tony brought the nuke into the sky. But I'm if, gonna give it to Tony. Yeah. So if if all that's required to be an Avenger is just you're a kind of smart guy who's good with technology, which is Tony Stark. <laughs> Eric Selig is an honorary Avenger I for like sure. I, I I would 
totally give that to Selvig. Like, especially if you like, like if you go with like the Hawkeye standards in Avengers Two, and he's like, mm. if you walk out that door and you're brave, you're an Avenger. I'm like, well, it's Selvig. I don't know. He's he's kind of brave. He's like he should he's be like shaky brave. He like, should I'll be, do it, but I don't want to. He should at the very least be a staff Avenger. You know what I mean? Mm. Like he should be. Maybe doesn't he leave headquarters? But he's he's in the building. He's on the payroll. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I feel like he's probably being taken care of somewhere. You saved the world three times. Although in Ra- although in Thor two, he's just like running around naked alone. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody took care of that guy. Yeah, he got he went crazy. Mm-hmm. He had Loki in his head for a bit, and like, yeah, he really deserved to be better cared for after his ordeals. Poor Selvig. Yeah, yeah, he deserve he deserves more cred. He saved the world many times with his yeah. crazy intelligence. Yeah, yeah. And again, I would have loved it better if that was Jane all the way through. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm the one who saved. And like, Jane's a little nuts, you know, at the end of the... Jane, you know what? I feel like Natalie Portman would have a lot of fun with Jane a little nuts. Oh, yeah. yeah I would have preferred that for sure. Mm-hmm. Rather than just like lovey-dovey, I love science. Get a little... Um, what was that movie? Black, Black Swan? Swan? Yeah, get a little Black Swan up in this bitch. <laughs> okay, that would be... That would be great, actually. That I would like that movie a lot. I just really had a problem with, and I know this is such like just a me small problem, but especially in the first movie, I just kept thinking of it like she was, she's Jane and he's Tarzan. Like I uh, felt like it was very itself? like yeah, like it, it's or even the nature of the relationship felt very much like he's just like this ogre and da 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 da, and she's gonna cups. make him civilized. Yeah, like don't break. Yeah, yeah, the fucking in the diner and shit and all that stuff. And it's just like, look at him. He's saying please and thank you now. That was me. <laughs> like, it just. Oh, yeah. That, the <laughs> that damage. Whole, like, I, I can fix him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, the whole thing. But then again, it's weird because he's also like a god who technically should be way smarter than her. But yeah. isn't. He's not. He but I think that's wiser. just like the female fantasy for some reason. Like, so it's like this weird thing where it's in a lot of movies where it's like, I'm going to fix him up. <laughs> yeah, he's a fixer-upper. I'm going to change in three days his yeah. entire behavior from the last 800 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now he's pretty and smart. Look at I me. I dyed his eyebrows. Now he's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> now he can convey emotion. That did go a long way. <laughs> oh my God, didn't it? Really yeah. changed his face. And you know what? I couldn't pinpoint why I found him so much hotter from one movie to the next. And that's why. why. That's 100% it bothered, why. Yeah, the dirtier that they make Thor, the better he looks. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like, not even just the eyebrows. Like, his hair is not as blonde. Mm-hmm. He's got yeah. dirt mm-hmm. on his face. The short hair looks way better on Chris Hemsworth, in my opinion. You're free to... <laughs> mm-hmm. I can go either way. Yeah, I'll tell you You know what? I, I mean, wouldn't kick him out of bed no matter what. Yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm I mean, like here to judge. <laughs> if we're talking actual Hemsworth in real life, like, please be short. But if we're like, if a god showed up, I'd be like, short hair, huh? Something yeah. Like really pictured. But all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's wisdom in hair. I believe oh, that's yeah. what it conveys. The wisdom. You've I've been along for a long time. I've grown this much hair. Check it out. <laughs> eight hundred. Like, how long is that growth for him? Like, how fast does his oh. hair grow? Oh, he's Was that eight hundred like... years of growth? Is it real slow or is it real Ma- fast? Maybe that's why he's asking. Don't cut my don't hair. Don't cut my hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also take long forever takes... to grow out. Yeah. How long it takes to grow up bangs? Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be eight hundred years. Please, Stanley, don't do it. Last time I cut my hair was seven A.D. I got bangs. Pushed a hole in the wall, and then I started cutting my bangs. (laughs) 
It's a oh, rough yeah. year. Thor is definitely a guy who punches walls when he's Oh, Hundy P. Yeah. yeah. Hundy P. That's, Hundy P. you got to watch out for that. Mind you, that's not that bad of a thing. Whenever yeah. that gets brought up, I'm always like, my t- this, I always just repeat, my dad told me this once because I had a, one time I had a pretty wild boyfriend and he just said, he goes, yeah, well, you know, I can, uh, I can fix a wall. I can't fix your face. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> And I mean, he's not wrong, but that's, no, that's a pretty true. spicy thing to say. But just, you know, spicy. control your anger. Is yeah. to learn to <laughs> learn to express anger in other ways. I'm not I'm saying I'm not saying I'm not guilty of that. I'm just like, let's I wish someone had said some talks to me about uh, when you start feeling a little angry. Go scream into a pillow, guys. Yeah. No. Or into the night. I'm a big fan of the Ooh, night. Into the not night. E- not even a pillow, guys. Just oh, no. The, the more you can like hear it, like when you can get it, <laughs> when you get it echoing off the atmosphere, you're like, oh, I was pretty angry. I don't need there. the cops calling me to be like, did someone just get Yeah. I mean, it's better if you're like in a field. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, not downtown Toronto. That's just That's madness. That's what I'm saying. You need that pillow. Oh, but if you could be on top of a building at night and tr- like, <sighs> yeah, I feel like Craig is just like your darkest night of the soul is going to be insane when it happens. You're going to find a building. You're going to go to the roof and just. Oh, scream. I'm going to I'm going to go full supervillain. Are you kidding me? There's going to be lightning going on in the background. And you're going to justify everything. You'll be like, the villain was right. The villain was right. I would, I mean, I would go, f- like, not like murderous, but I would go supervillain, I think. I think if I if I got driven to that point, I would just go supervillain. I can see he was like a syndrome type. Yeah. From mm. Incredibles. Although yeah. he was, he killed people. Yeah. The killing yeah. is what I'd have problems. I'd be worried and somebody was disappointed in me. That's the, that's the. <laughs> That's why I could never become a supervillain. I'd be like, I'll show them. It's like, oh, but then they'd be mad. Like, <laughs> All right, maybe we don't have to worry too much about yeah. Craig. No, I'll be fine. I'll be good. But uh, Craig's a yeah. good boy. <laughs> I am. I'd like to think. I, that's why I envy villains like Loki and that sort of thing. Because, because here's the thing. They go after what they want, and they get it, and they don't worry about what other people think of them do doing they, it. Do which they is, get it, though? They don't always get it, but they always pursue it, right? Mm. Like they go, uh, I'm going to go conquer Earth, for example, right? Because Mm -hmm. I want to be king. And they don't think about what other people are going to think or how they're going to react. They just go and do for it. They follow and their passions. Yes. They're, not, they're not thinking, like, what's realistic? Like, should right. I take engineering at school or exactly. should I go be a stand-up comedian? Right, or <laughs> maybe I should just, you know, ask that girl out because mm-hmm. I'm not worried. You know, a, a supervillain takes it to an extreme, but you're just like that impulse of just like, I wish I could just act and not worry about what other people think of me is like that enviable trait that I love in villains. Hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I like the rules too much. That's another problem. I, I do. Have. I do like knowing what people think of me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's all. hard, man. But I always remind myself. I like somebody. I, I had like a criticism the other day about like comedy or whatever, and they were like, uh, and I took it really hard. And then I remembered that uh, other people, like I'm like, our whole podcast is just criticizing people's artwork. Yeah. For <laughs> hours on end, I'm like, maybe I could take a comment. You know what I mean? Maybe I could be able to hear a little criticism and be able to roll past yeah, it. Yeah, I think we could all do that. Hey, yeah, I think it'll be right. all right. But also the idea that anyone who makes a Marvel movie is listening, like, hey, but also oh, yeah. probably oh, Please not. come on and oh, tell yeah. us why we're wrong. We'll fight you. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah we will. We'll give you a little stab. Yeah. We, we'd love that boost, please. We'll uh, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, if you're listening to this and you want to come in and give us <laughs> Thor's version of events, that'd be great. Uh, 
Yeah, but I think that does it uh, for, oh my God, Loki. Like four movies. Uh, I think we've proven he's pretty much right. Yeah. I, he's, he's pretty right. much right. At the very least, redeemable or understandable. Yeah. The culture he was raised in. We forget he's not human. Those yeah. aren't the same standards. Right. Mm-hmm. We got to compare. Yeah, for sure. Um, so before we get to uh, our, uh, oh, no, it's time to definitively rank our villains. We've got oh, our, yeah, yeah the, how good our villain was. Uh, you want me to start off? Sure. Yeah, okay. So uh, uh, on this one, I did the... Uh, uh, I'm ranking Loki on the quality of Thor movie scales. Mm. Uh, so from on a scale of Thor 1 to Thor Ragnarok, uh, <laughs> I'm going to give Loki a solid uh, Thor the Dark World because it's a lot better than you remember it being. Uh, there's still a little badness in there. So that's, that's <laughs> mine. Yeah. Not fully redeemed. Uh, how about you, Diana? What was yours? Um, on a scale from Loki, for me, he's on a scale of April Fools to a World War. He is—he's uh, a guy who fucked a horse. I'm so glad you explained that story earlier in the episode and didn't just drop that right now. I could drop it right now if necessary. Uh, right. It was going to work either way. Fair either enough. way, I horse love that. fucker. Horse that's, fucker. He's that's a horse about fucker. the level of evil he's at. Like if I met a dude and they were like, "This guy fucks horses," I'm like, "That's." An evil level, but like not too evil. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good. I got a. I've got a scale of uh, miss Jeff. <laughs> so I've got from schoolyard graffiti to stealing an old man's wheelchair. I've lighting a bag of dog poop on fire. <laughs> it's not. You know what I mean. Not not fundamentally classic evil. Pranks. Classic pranks. Classic pranks, man. Like He's classic. <laughs> yeah, like stabbing a guy. You know what I mean? Just right in the middle, right nice and neutral. <laughs> but he's the kind of guy who'd be like, he'd stab you, but the first thing you'd say would be like, what are you going to do, stab me? And then he'd, he'd fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. That's low That's key. great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and before we get to our Heroes and Villains of the Week, uh, where we talk about the people who have inspired or disappointed us, uh, first, a couple ways you can help the podcast. Uh, one would be, oh my God, go on iTunes. Uh, give us a little rating. Um, subscribe. Uh, if you can, if you got the time, uh, give us just a quick one sentence review on iTunes as well. That really helps uh, people see the podcast and help us move up through the rankings, uh, which is great. And obviously, if you've already done that, just you know, tell your friends that you enjoy the the, the show. You enjoy our little jokes. And uh, yeah, let them know. <laughs> How else can they reach us, Rebecca? Oh, yeah. Uh, you can email us at thevillainwasright at gmail.com. Yeah. You know, email us your suggestions, please. It makes our job easier, and that way you can listen to things that you guys watch, because sometimes I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's nice. Uh, you can follow us at VWR Podcast on Twitter. Contact us on Facebook. I think I... Yeah, yeah that covers I think we it got all. it. Yeah, that's good. So now we it's time it, for our baby. hero and villain of the week, where we discuss people who've inspired or disappointed us. Uh, Rekka, what do you got this month? Well, you know what? I'm just I'm gonna do. I was gonna do a different story, but I think I'm gonna save that one. I'm gonna do a brother story. Yeah, yeah, Some mischief, some mischief. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely a villain <laughs> in most of the earlier stories. You know what? I'm gonna tell two stories. I'm gonna tell two tiny stories. All okay, right. this is what these are. Uh, so first one. Uh, my brother used to the because like I'm so I need to sleep in like okay. since I was young like I'm I'm big on sleeping in it doesn't matter I want to sleep in I I'm a night hawk anyway um, but Caleb my brother Caleb uh, used to pride himself on waking me up which was the worst so he was like super into this uh, cartoon I can't even remember. it was like 
I don't know, they were like sumo wrestlers, but they used their butts a lot or something. It sounds like such a boy cartoon. And yeah, and he used to wake me up. He would stand on the edge of my bed and yell like butt slam and then jump and slam his ass into me as hard as he could. And I would wake up to that, which was hell on earth. But I think the time he scared me the most, and this is just like honestly pure genius at this moment, because I'm like, now that I think at the time I was super pissed, but now I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. Why wouldn't anybody do that? One time he woke me up by he pulled everything out from under my bed, crawled under my bed. And then because I, I didn't have like to like I didn't have a box spring. I just had like a you know how oh, you the, just like have a slightest or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And he just started rocking my mattress and like and just like hitting it as hard. So I woke up and my whole bed is fucking just vibrating. And I'm like, ah, don't know what's going on and he's pissing himself from underneath the bed he crawls out and i was just so fucking pissed i've never been so mad but i think my favorite thing my this is my favorite uh story about my mother is that uh oh no now i have like six different stories <laughs> actually he's uh Write yeah him down for later oh yeah no i now that now that this train is rolling i think we're gonna have a few episodes in a row where it's just me talking about my brother but i think my favorite like solo thing my brother ever did because i've never heard of this in my life um, he, in, in my high school for your tech class, the end project, if you were in grade 12, was that you built a canoe. Um, <laughs> Damn, that's a, is that, that's a hefty is that not I was, normal? I was thinking like birdhouse, but yeah. No, okay, no, no, yeah. Ahead. So you built it like the first, in grade nine, like I built like a nightstand. Like it's like, this is a very like serious, like tech, uh, that's high great. school, right? Okay. So you don't, like carve out the canoe. Pardon me? Do you like... Well, like you build it out no, of No, you build it. So there's like a model and then oh, okay. you like stretch the wood over it right, and like put it in properly. Okay. But that's my brother cute. decided to make his own model because the, the model they were using was not good enough because he's a perfectionist, right? And he also works in carpentry, so this is kind of his thing. Anyway, so he's like super behind on this project, right? And his teacher tells him, that he's like, listen, if you don't get this done in the next like two days, like I'm going to have to fail you. Like I don't know. So my brother decides, and I think this must be the only case of this. My brother broke into the school to finish his homework. Nice. The cops show up. He, they like take. They're like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm doing my homework, and I didn't have enough time." And they ended up just taking him home. But I was like, "I don't." That's in, that's how an incredible you, hero story. How do you story. believe that? Like, if I caught a student in a school, I'd be like, "You're out of your mind!" If you think I believe that fucking story. Well, except like, did they what break in and he's using like the belt sander or yeah, something yeah, like, like that? Yeah. Like he's got like glasses and gloves on. <laughs> and he's just, just like moving stuff over a lathe. This is the you know? only time I'm sure they had ever heard of somebody breaking into school to do their fucking. That's homework. hysterical. I mean, I love that. That's a great story. <laughs> is this a hero or a villain? Uh, I think that I think that was. But it's hero, cool hero yeah. status. It's a trickster yeah. brother. Yeah, trickster yeah, yeah. brother. We all like those. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Dana? What you got? I, uh, I was going to do a different story, but now that we're on like siblings, I'll do one about my sister <laughs> as well. Actually, uh, inspired by you because I just thought of this one. This was like one of the times my sister was like a, a dumb mischievous hero to me because I think we were in like grade five. We were pretty young. Um, there used to be like a middle school in our in our in our town. And it closed for like a year because they were going to renovate it and turn it into a community college. So it was pretty close to where we lived. So there's this empty building for a year near us. And uh, we actually broke into it. <laughs> we were like grade like six or seven. She's two years older than me. So like I wouldn't have done it without her because she inspired me to do it. And we like broke in. And the entire reason we wanted to break in 100% was we had never seen a boy's bathroom. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. And we were like, what's in there? <laughs> like, where can we go to see a boys' bathroom where we know no one's going to see us or find us or we'll get in trouble? We're like, well, what if we break into this building and we can go look at the school boys' bathrooms? You double down to do the most mild thing. <laughs> like, that's so funny. So we, like, we like fi- found a window that we could, like, jimmy open and we crawled in through this window and went into the bathroom. We're like... It's pretty much the same. What are these? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't know what urinals are. We like, and I, t- I think it took me years to figure out what a urinal was for. I couldn't imagine just pulling your dick out in front of other kids <laughs> and being like, now we pee in together. Yeah, that's something the women don't have weird. to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, check weird. out my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> like if there was no like doors on stalls. Oh, yeah. That's kind of the so same thing. So weird. So, um, I mean, I'm, it's so my, convenient though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, Their lines are so much shorter. Well, men oh, yeah. don't also have to pull their pants the whole way down. Like, you can yeah. kind of just pull your dick out, where it's like a vagina's a process. This is it. Also, if you're if you're seeing lots of dicks, you're doing it wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just... <laughs> or very right. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, the closer they are together, the worse it is. But, like, yeah, yeah. a lot of the... You know, you, eyes on your own work, people. All like, right, it works, right. you know. But, so, anyway, my... You look uh, ahead. That's why there's ads over top of them, where you're just like, yeah, I'll, I'll drink Canadian Club, <laughs> sure. Think- uh. <laughs> All right, so my older sister Jess is my hero for breaking into a school with me to see what boys' bathrooms are. I like it. That's, that's great. great. That's great. <laughs> that's great. That's, so, yeah. that's wonderful. Um, as I said, I couldn't come up with a, a brother or a, or a sister one. Uh, I'm sure it'll occur to me like as soon as I mm. leave here today. Uh, but my my villain of the week is uh, okay. So as I mentioned, I as a part time job, I go into schools and I do science workshops um, and. Uh, Here's the thing. As much as I talk about, um, I like science, I'm an engineer, everything like that, I am actually not that good at math. Uh, I think I have a learning disability Mm. with math, which is like growing up, I'm terrible at it. Like numbers literally are just falling out of my head. It's like, like I describe it as though like somebody, like if I'm writing on the chalkboard with one hand and erasing with the other, Mm. like I can maybe hold at most like three digits in my head at any one time. It's real bad. But as long as I can write it down and use a calculator, I'm generally pretty okay. But like as a kid, I couldn't remember, um, like I had this weird mental block where I couldn't remember anything that multiplied to be 24. Like, Mm. like, very specifically three times eight and six times four, like didn't matter how many times my parents quizzed me on it. Mm. It just was gone. Like, and to this day, it still feels a little weird. Like it, it lives in a different part of my brain than other math stuff. That's the only way I can describe it. That's so crazy. It's like, it's like, it's like if you keep all your uh, like cooking stuff and like food in the kitchen and then like there's that one thing that your family kept in the basement, you know what I mean? And you mm. had to go down and get it and you're like, why do we keep the beans in the basement? And you're like, I don't know, just because we always have, right? That's what like- three times eight is to me. I have to go to a different part of my brain to get it. Man, it feels like you were brainwashed by Russians to just not remember the specific it's, code. It's <laughs> so, it, it feels like that. It's just like this like hole in my head. So anyway, the, the point being, I am not actually very good at mental arithmetic or anything like this. So I was in one of these classrooms and the teacher comes up to me at the beginning of class and she goes, uh, okay, just so you know, there's a lot of like learning disabled kids in this class or people who need extra help with that. So please try and keep like it just one or two instructions at a time and let them do that. And like, like all these special instructions mm-hmm. for me. And then there comes a point in this workshop where I have to get readings from all these different groups that are doing it. 
and add them all up on the chalkboard. And this has always been something I'm like, this is so stressful for me because I'm adding up in my head on the chalkboard in front of people, right? So I do this and I add up all these numbers together. And it's like like five, like three-digit numbers or something like that. And I add it up all real quick and I write it down on the board and I, I keep going with the class. And a kid raises his hand and he goes, I think you got that wrong. And I go... Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, it's it, I maybe I, I I missed something and mm. like uh, it, you know, but that's fine. It's it's pretty close. And he goes, no, 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 no. I, I think he, like they they bring it up again. It's like I think you got it wrong. And I was like, okay. And they're like, so, and it was the difference between like twenty seven, two thousand seven hundred, and like thirty two like thousand or something Ah. like that it was it was like a pretty big mistake and i was just like oh god and like like it all just came rushing back i just felt like such an idiot in that moment because like like that to me is doing mental math in front of people is like a thing i'm never going to be comfortable with and i went home that day and figured out a way that i can do it on an excel spreadsheet and just put it up on the projector from now on and not do it by hand because i'm just like i am never gonna but (laughs) but anyway so my villain of the week is a learning disabled kid who called me out for getting math wrong be you for the excelsior no that would be positive but that's that's my uh that's that's my villain of the week there so yeah yep okay yeah so um well i guess we can close it down you can yeah. find uh where can they find you craig oh you can find me on uh twitter craig fake comedy craig fake comedy uh or sorry craig fay.com craig fake comedy on facebook uh, for upcoming shows and stuff like that yeah and you can find me on Twitter at Words of Diana. And if you want to hear me talk more about superheroes, I have a podcast called Talk from Superheroes where I do it all the time on this network. Cool. And if you want to find me, you can find me at Rebecca Reeds, R-E-E-D-S, on anything of your choosing. And um, next week we're going to be talking about... Uh, that is our last witch hunter. Oh, the last witch hunter. Get excited for the worst movie you've ever seen in your life. But until then, this has been The Villain Was Right, reminding you to always get a DNA test. <laughs> hey, I'm Andrew Ribney. And I'm Diana McCullough. And we're the hosts of Talk From Superheroes, the original podcast on the From Superheroes Network, where every week we discuss a piece of superhero television or film. Yeah, you want to hear us cry about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Or laugh about Batman Forever? Or argue about whether the Predator is Sexy Arnold from the future? It is not Sexy Arnold from the future. He's Sexy Arnold from it's the not, future. It's so upsetting you bring this up in the end. It is not Sexy Arnold from the future. Deleted scenes proven everything? So it's, it's there. It, 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 it's all there. We talk about TV, like the fact that this season of The Flash, the villain is just a man with a knife made out of garbage, and how the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man may be eating genitals. We don't know. We don't know what that Spider-Man does. We have no proof he isn't. We Prove me wrong, everyone. So search for Talk from Superheroes wherever you get your podcasts or go to talkingsuperheroes.com. The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Riveny for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit fromsuperheroes.com.